This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. I'm your host, Millie Yearly, a.k.a. Tim, a.k.a. Hot Mike, a.k.a. Listen, I'm back from ECC. And it was crazy, but I'm drained. You know what I'm saying? I'm drained. I got that post-conference blues, but not blues, like more like purples. And I'm here with Paul from converse.xyz, your favorite and my favorite Web3 messaging platform. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much for hosting me. All right. All right. So as we start with every Pool Together community podcast, I would love to know, how did you get into this crazy mixed up world of crypto? It was actually not so long ago. Uh, I'm quite new in the space, to be honest. It's been about two years. So like, I, I cannot be considered as an OG, to be honest. I've read a lot of things about like the archaeology of crypto in order to like seem to know more, but like, I, I'm quite new. The thing is like, you know, I was at university in 2014 and they were like, I was uh, an engineering student and there were these like, you know, very weak people in the, in the campus and they were watching videos of this very young person called Vitalik. And they were saying, I, I, I couldn't understand, to be honest, at the time. Like, <laughs> they were talking about like someone building some sort of like decentralized computer, et cetera, et cetera. And I must, I must say that at the time, I didn't really get it. Well, th- these people uh, actually put a bit of money in the, in the Ethereum sale. So I guess it's good for them now. But I, I didn't really look into it. And, and then, like, you know, I went into Web2. I did a lot of product and marketing. And, like, I've been very interested in technology as a whole from the beginning. And, well, you know, like, when the NFTs came out, I, I kind of saw that this very interesting technology was not about finance only. Well, it's obviously about finance. But, like, I was not aiming at building something around finance. So... That's when, you know, the NFT wave came out that I, I thought, okay, this is interesting because the, email, the, the technology and the, the principles are amazing, that's for sure. But like, there are use cases in which I believe I can take part. And, you know, I, I, I started to dig into all of this. Uh, one of the first technology I, I discovered was actually XMTP. So that's interesting. Uh, XMTP as a protocol was kind of my first understanding of what could be powerful in like, you know, web-free communication in general. And then with my co-founder, Noe, we chose to take a few months in order to discover what web three was all about. So as builders, we chose to take a lot of different experiments. Like it, it was mostly like weird experiments. Like we've been doing on-chain collaborative art on the Starknet blockchain. Pixels that what the fuck, which, which which is an interesting project. We've been working on like token gating, communication, identity, etc. And like the, the goal for us was to say, okay, well, in terms of communication, uh, Web three can be an amazing tool for communication between people, make communication much safer, smoother, and owned by people. But we need to understand what it's all about. So this is why we we spent so much so much time doing that. And then back in December, we had this idea of a website that actually still exists that was Wallet Roulette. The Wallet Roulette was 
password, but with no video, no dick, and you actually own the conversations that you have with people. And so you would go to this website and get randomly connected with another person, another wallet, but like there's a person there. And you would talk to this person and get context on like, you know, the wallet activity, et cetera, et cetera. And then that, that way you can make new friends on the Web3, in the Web3 industry. And that's kind of how we started to build that. And a few months later, we were doing Converse. So, so many questions here. What is the name of that site? I know you said Wallet Roulette, but I want to get like the specific URL because you said it still exists. It's still up and yeah. out and about. So, so you can subscribe. I will put it in the chat, actually. It's walletroulette.xyz. Yeah. And Perfect. so to be honest, we, we these are like 30 minute sessions in which people can just like come and say hi to a whole bunch of people. To be honest, we, we are not doing that many 30 minute sessions these days, but you know, I will go like directly into the topic. This is why, to me, we are working on a technology that is amazing. So because Wallet Roulette is built on top of XMTP, it's a website, uh, JavaScript, nothing to do with a native app. But the beauty of it is if you start a conversation with a total stranger, like someone you've never heard about before, and like, you know, you are matched with this person. They have interesting things in their wallet. They have interesting on-chain activity and you start talking. And so you're on this website and, and, and let's say you talk for like 15 minutes. If you were in a web to website, you would like, this would be good 15 minutes and then it's done. Like you need to take the Telegram handle of the person or whatever and try and like bridge it into another app in order to continue the conversation. With Wallet Roulette, the beautiful thing about it is that you can start the conversation there. And because it's on XMTP and you use the same wallet, this conversation is, all, is actually also on Converse. So the way I see it is that, you know, thanks to open technology like XMTP and weird or even more serious experiments like Wallet Roulette, what we are going to see is a lot of new ways to actually meet people. And, you know, like compared to WhatsApp in which like you need to have the telephone number of the person, we have like a field of opportunity that is much, much, much bigger in order to connect identities and people with each other. And this is like, this is actually great. And, and this was kind of the very first approach with Wallet Roulette. Let's build something that is very specific that will help people connect with each other in a like playful way. But actually this conversation can be not only just like having fun for 15 minutes, but also like the, the, the very beginning of a real digital relationship, but the real relationship with someone who has common interest with you. That, that was the whole idea. And well, I, I, I can go further in, in the podcast afterwards if you want, but like this is kind of the one of the principles of what we are doing. Okay, so when you, you said that XMTP stood out to you when you were doing research and figuring out what you wanted to do, and by the way, two years, I know that, like you, you said, time-based, you're not an OG, but I saw a post today, dang it, from somebody on Twitter who is an OG, who said that to be an OG, you need to have over, what was it? I think like 100 POAPs and over <laughs> like 500 transactions on mainnet or something like that. So anyway, I, I was like, okay, that that seems more doable than like, you know, the number of years. But Two years. I mean, I'm same. I'm I'm the same. Okay. So back to my question. XMTP. 
well, how did it stand out to you? How did you learn about it? Um, how did you, how, how did that kind of like, I, I know you like the social aspect of it, but how did it really change the course of, of your direction in crypto? Yeah. So, well, uh, very basic, but like we heard about them because we were like reading articles about, you know, like a lot of different companies in Web3 and they did a very, very big secret round back like a, a, about a year and a half ago. And this is how we heard about them. And But at the time we were already saying, you know, when you land in an industry and you say, oh, let's do WhatsApp for Web3. This was something like we lost to communicate. We, we already built like, you know, social applications. So we were we were just interested in doing something in the space. And, and but, but, but the very first approach was very dumb. Like we say, we said, well, let's do WhatsApp for Web3. It doesn't really make sense. Like, it, well, it doesn't really mean anything. So when we heard about XMTP, what we thought was that it sounds, you know, it sounds like the, the, the right way to approach things. So, you know, like there have been a lot of messaging, like uh, services on Web3 before XMTP, before Converse, like we are definitely not the only one. But like what happens is that most of the attempts before were done kind of even in a Web2 way. Because like, you know, these services were like connecting wallet to wallet, but then everything was centralized. So there was no decentralization, no interoperability between the apps. And so some of the best primitives of Web3, of Web which you can, you can find in Ethereum, et cetera, they were not there. And actually, people were doing applications before doing the protocol. And when we saw XMTP, we said, okay, they are doing it the right way. We should have, well, in the Web3 industry at least, we should have the protocols first. Well, it's just weird because like sometimes you have a protocol and you don't know what what to use it for, but like we saw it as a great opportunity to actually then build an app on top of this network. And the reason why we thought it was great was that, you know, when you are building a social application, the, the, the most important thing, well, one of the most important things is to manage to get the network effect. So you need to have enough people in the network so that it makes sense for someone to actually enter the network. Because if you're, if you land here and there, there is absolutely no one that you know or no one that is like close to you, it doesn't really make sense, you know? So basically what XMTP is doing amongst other things is making sure that the network effect is at the protocol level and not at the application level. And to us, that was game changer. When you think about it, you know, like, and this is the power, like, so this is what XMTP is doing for private networks. Farcaster and Lens, for example, are doing it for like open networks. So if you're a builder tomorrow in, in a world in which like these networks are successful and they are going to be, you're a developer, you don't have to try and, and, and like, you know, build things from scratch and try and gather a community around it, etc. Like you have like potentially millions of people who are already there. And then what you have to do is provide them with a better service than what they already have. But this is, this changes a lot of things. And actually what's interesting about XMTP is, is that it's very similar to email in a way. You know, like it's weird because like email is from the 90s, but like this was a period in which you would create open protocols and then you would create applications on top of it. And it, and it actually made sense. The biggest social network in the world today 
is not Facebook, it's email when you think about it. And so what XMTP is building is something that will connect us all at the network level. And then what we are doing is try and create the universal client that you will use on a daily basis to access this protocol, but you will be able to also use other apps. And it's already the case with Coinbase Wallet or Lens, for example, in order to access these messages. And this is what for the user is amazing. Okay, so you went from Wallet Roulette to Converse.xyz. How did that happen? How has it been so far developing this app? So we, we actually built Converse because we built Wallet Roulette, to be honest. So we had these conversations on Wallet Roulette with people who I actually, well, the people that I met there, I still talk to them, actually. And so we thought, okay, that's cool. But like they are, the messages are sort of stuck on a website, which we cannot really go back to. Well, not, uh, not in an easy way, actually. So let's build an app in which we will find all of these conversations again. And, 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 and so what's interesting is that the very first version of, of Converse was just a messaging app in which you find the conversations that you had on other apps, but there was no new conversation button. And I think it's, well, now there is, and like, I, I can talk about it after, but like, to me, that, 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 that highlights what it's all about. So you, you, you start a conversation on a dedicated client, can be land. Coinbase Wallet, Wallet Roulette, or like tomorrow, thousands of applications. And then the goal for our Converse is to be this, this place that is reassuring, that you know well, that is on your phone, and that you can use on a daily basis in order to continue all of these conversations. And when you think about it, there are like potentially tens or hundreds of apps in which you can start new conversations. It can be on marketplaces, games. Well, uh, social networks such as Lens, Wallet Roulette, weird experiments such as Wallet Roulette. And then you start the conversation there and you don't want to go back to like 25 different apps every day in order to continue this conversation. And Converse is about that, like having this safe place in which you can continue the conversation that you started elsewhere. And so we did it as a very, very, very early product uh, with uh, very few functionalities. It was back in January. And then, well, actually, we, 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 we kept on doing the exact same thing, which is like continue with the vision that, I just, well, actually the principle that I just told you about and, and keep on like, enhancing, uh, improving the experience of our users. So we launched two months ago, I think. And, and now what we are doing is mostly like, taking care of all of the core messaging features that you expect from an application. Because like, you know, some people love Converse, but like sometimes they tell me, well, you have like half the functionality of Telegram, for example. So we have this weird dilemma, which is that we we want to, of course, offer you all of the basic features that you can expect from the messaging perspective. And we are building them. Reactions are going to come live in the next few days, for example, et cetera, et cetera. And on the side, we are building features that are web specific and that can definitely enhance your experience compared to, well, let's say normal web two services. So when you were talking about Wallet Roulette, uh, my favorite feature of Converse is, and it blew me away. So we're on a, we're in a meeting and we're just talking after ECC because like ECC was all about this web three messaging. There were people like Maggie Love from SheFi was like, 
don't don't give me your telegram only web3 message me so use like xmtp or push to to message me coinbase cafe uh had their coinbase messaging which is uses xmtp and so to get you know a coffee or to get a snack or to get merch or to get the po app you had to get a dm these bots or people i couldn't decide if they were bots or people they passed the turing <laughs> test i guess and so yeah, everybody off people e- like it was totally it was totally people yeah but but uh but you know, ECC was all about this messaging stuff. So I'm like super pumped. And like, we have this, we have this uh, podcast coming up. And so we had a meeting and I open up Converse and I'm, and I go to like message and this is my favorite feature. It it shows me suggested people, suggested wallets to message based on, you know, similarities of POAPs we held, if we follow each other on Lens, if we've transacted. And and so I've got like Pedro, we've got like, it's, I have to scroll like three different screens just to get through all of the ways that Pedro and I are are similar. And then there's Scotchrepreneur, and then there's, then we got uh, C. Petter, who's in the chat right now. What up? What up? We got Carson. We got, you know, and I'm scrolling through and it's like, oh my gosh. And, and it shows all the people that I, I could chat with because of stuff we have in common with the chat button. And that is awesome. That is like killer app stuff that like melted my face. So anyways, everybody's got to download converse.xyz onto their mobile device and try it out because it's pretty awesome. And you should totally message me when doing so at milliemonthly.eth if you wanted to. So talk about that. How awesome is that? Is that not wallet roulette related? Yeah, that's right. it, it is. So there is another website that I can actually put in the chat. Uh, it was I was there.lol. That was something else that we built at the time. And, you know, when we thought deep about what actually what drives people to talk to each other. And you know, there can be like a lot of different reasons, but some of them are very simple. It's some sort of like connection in past events. It, it, it just drives the conversation. You know, like if you want to, if you meet some, someone in the street and like you were at the same concert as this person three years ago for your favorite artist, this will be a good driver of conversation. And these are similarities that actually drive both like very first conversation, but also like friendship uh, at some point. And this is how we thought about it. The, I was there that our website was just, oh, you, you can actually try it out, like it's still live, but like it was just a way for people to remember together iconic events that happened on scene. So for example, all of the, yeah, thank you very much, David. All of the people who, who took part in the Constitution DAO events, like, they could actually input that of their wallet and actually access a gated Telegram group with only people from this group. And like there were like uh, more than twenty five criteria. One of them being participated in the Genesis sale of Ethereum, uh, but also like I minted a crypto punk, et cetera, et cetera. And we thought about it as ways to actually get signals that would drive people to be willing to to communicate with each other. And this this. We used these signals in order to connect people on Wallet Roulette. It actually worked pretty well. And then we thought, okay, so we are a messaging app and we are doing some sort of like normal Web2, very simple messaging with like all of the good Web3 primitives. And the question was, how can we make this, you know, like 
feature that is that that couldn't have been done before and that is really mind blowing so basically we are trying to it's a private network so all of the private conversations that you have with people the fact that you talk to someone everything is private and encrypted and no one can know but what we can know is you know what are the unfeigned things that happen to you as a wallet and as a person and we can actually put all of this in a shaker in order to connect people and find people with similarities. So what's what's funny with this matchmaker, we call it that way, is that it will generally actually make you rediscover people that you already know. Because like you actually participated in the same events with POAP, or you maintained the same Dora collection, or you follow each other on Lens or Farcaster. And so like it's a good way to actually start the conversation with them on an app that is on top of a centralized network, which is already good. But then if you scroll down, as you said, you will actually discover people that you never talked to. And these people are maybe more likely to be, you know, good relationship with you than like the, the average person that you, that you see in the street. So this is definitely the way we envision the future. We, we, you will keep seeing things private on, on Converse and XMTP. So there is absolutely no doubt about it. But... What we can do is enhance your messaging experience by connecting you with the right people. Because, you know, like messaging is about like sending texts and reactions and photos, et cetera. But like the real revolution is how can you connect people a better way? And this is what we are working on. And so we can do it at like different stages. The first one is one-to-one conversations. And this is exactly what you mentioned. So, you know, like this is live. If you, if you click on the new conversation tab, you will see people who are recommended to you, but also like if someone reaches out to you in the beginning of the conversation, you will see the common activity that you have with this person on fame that you give you context about someone. You know, when a Telegram person just like chats with you, uh, you don't know who this person is and you have to trust the fact that this person is who they pretend to be, et cetera. And on Converse, if someone comes and talks to you, if you have things in common with your wallet and theirs, you will see these things. So it's like, again, for trust, safety, it can be something that is really huge. So this is for one-to-one conversations. And then when you think about it, it's not the only type of communication that we can enhance thanks to on-chain information. We have two other sort of verticals that we are working on. The first one is broadcast. You know, what's interesting about like so, some of the on-chain information and the exit is that people already have, already built, and sometimes it's very hard, but they built audiences, you know. When you are an artist and you have an NFT collection of, like, the things that you did yourself with, like, love, et cetera, and people mint your art, these people, if they are, like, let's say, 20 people who actually buy your art, this is somehow an audience. And because things are compatible, you should be able to broadcast a message to these people if you want and, and, and actually tell them in their wallet, well, uh, you bought this piece of art. Uh, what do you think about it? Give me feedback, et cetera, et cetera. And this could be a good way for creators to be closer to their audience. And we actually already built this tool. It's very beta, the very, very first version of it. It's on the broadcast.converse.xyz website. Uh, again, I'm going to put the URL here. Oh, thank you. You're 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 much Beats faster than I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, um, as you're talking you. about it, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, that, that's so cool. Thank you very much. And actually, this website, 
So it's only whitelist for now. So you need to like talk to me on Converse and I will whitelist your wallet address. But when you think, yeah, again, when you think about it, you don't need to have to build an audience on Converse. What you can do is use existing audience in order to broadcast messages to people. Of course, these people can then opt out to these messages if they don't want to receive them anymore. But when you, but, but, but when you actually build an audience, you should be able to port it into a safe place, which is Converse or like, well, which is XMTP and Converse is the way to access it. And so we have three ways to access your audience for now. And we are very open to actually building some more. The first one is NFT creators with their like NFT holders. You have lens creators for people who collect their posts and mirror writers for people who collect their posts. And Again, what we are trying to build for these people is a place, a safe place that is not linked, that is actually not platform dependent. So let's say that uh, tomorrow Converse decides to, to, shut that, to shut something down, to shut this feature down. Because you built on top of XMTP, another app will be able to actually make you reuse the network in order to reach out to, to your audience. So you, so you don't have any more to go and try and build an audience on Substack and another one on Twitter and another one on Instagram. It's all open and, and, and it can work also as a broadcast on a private network. And the second thing is, you know, because it's messaging and because the UX of me- messaging works that way, what you can do is have this digital real estate just for you. Because one of the problems that creators face a lot is that they mostly rely on algorithms in order for like people to see their content. You know, what's crazy is that when I hit subscribe or follow on most of the websites, if the person that I actually actively follow sends a message, well, sends a post, there is a very little chance that I see it, even if I follow these people, which doesn't really make sense. I understand why it happened, but it's weird. And the way we want to do it with Converse is if people choose to follow you or to subscribe to your broadcast, you have your digital real estate with them. And this is a conversation that actually is there and people will actually see the content. So this is something that is very important for creators and we want to help them with that. And then the last, sorry, yeah, you were, you were, yeah, yeah. were yeah, I gotta I gotta talk about a couple things. I'm peeking here. Let me just change my volume a little bit. There you go. Okay. So DDT, gotta respect the audio. So let me go back real quick before we keep going, because this is awesome. There's so many, so many cool things. And while you're talking, I just did a cool thing too that I also have to talk about. Okay. So uh one thing is is like, yes, there's on-chain activity that you can associate people with, which is awesome. There's also now we're talking about like the value of on-chain and off-chain. And not everything has to be on chain. In fact, only the things that should be and need to be on chain should be on chain so that so as to not clutter the chain. And and so we have this digital ID conversation. We have these certifications that uh, I think they're called certifications. I'm blanking on the name. But for example, like disco.xyz, you can you can get these like different uh, somebody in the chat helped me with the name of the thing. It's not a certification. It's a thing like a. a like you can send GMs. I, I, I to don't people. know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. The chat will help. The chat will help. But but uh, you can also like pick your t-shirt size. 
and you can choose like your pronouns and you can choose your favorite color and you can choose like all of these preferences or things, ways that you want to be associated, ways that you might even want people to reach out to you. And then you can make them public or private, right? You can keep them private just to have them for your own self, your own person. And then if you wanted to allow others to see it, you can make them public. So there's this whole thing about consent. Which brings me into this whole marketing, like what does Web3 marketing look like? And this broadcast is is the thing. And I just, as you're talking, I, I pulled it up and now I can see all my lens posts that's, that have been collected. I can see mirror posts now. And uh, my wife and I feed feral cats in Brooklyn. And I posted a video of, of like, uh, we use like this stop mo- camera that would take pictures of all the cats. And so I had all these patch and I turned them into a GIF and I posted it on lens and I said, and I charged, I did like a, you know, uh, give me a Matic or two Matic for everyone to collect this post. And it it ended up raising and I was like, Hey, any money that goes to collect this post, I'll go buy cat food with it. And you get to help feed these cats. I got 30 bucks off of this lens collect and that bought a big bag of dry cat food that we used. And so I just messaged them right now and I was like, thanks so much for, so, and just the fact that I got to like everybody, everybody collected, right. They paid for a bag of cat food and I let them know like that. I was so thankful privately, right. They got like a little message. And what's interesting is that everybody who collected are also on XMTP, which is not the case. Like, I think more and more you'll see the case, but I also love that you show that too. It's like, Hey, not everybody has signed up for XMTP, so they can't really participate yet. So it's really interesting. Okay, continue. Keep going. Oh, but but I guess my question in that in that long diatribe there is, yeah, what is what is acceptable marketing and private messaging and spam in Web three? Right? What does that even look like? Yeah, that that's uh, we we could talk about this question for ages. <laughs> so I don't even know where to start. But like the way I see it is. Web3 is a great opportunity to rethink constants, actually. Because, again, with Web2, when you send an email to someone, you have this, you know, like, not very clear Gmail algorithms that says it's spam or it's not spam. And this is a problem because, like, sometimes, and it happened, it, happened, it actually happens with my DJN ticket. <laughs> last week at ECC, I wanted to have this ticket, of course, but the problem was that it, it went to my spam. And I had no way to sort of say, I, by default, I accept communications from these people because I, I'm actually going to a, a, a wonderful party and it's thanks to them. And when you think about it, Web3, as you can choose to put information on chain, or even like you can, you could even put the consent not on chain if you, if you don't want, if you want to hide it somehow. But like, you know, with Web3, you can rethink consent in a way that like we can see if there is a link between you and a person. And if this person actually sends a message to you, whether it's a person or an organization or this sort of thing, if we manage to see a link between you and this person, well, you're more likely to be okay with the fact that this person connects with you rather than like there is no link at all and you don't know each other and there is no common activity. So we have a great opportunity there to say that if I own an NFT, if I bought an NFT from one of your collections, 
there's a good chance that I'm happy with you sending me a message. Of course, I could opt out or this sort of thing, but like first principle is there is a relationship between these people or like this organization and these people. And then if, if, if someone just create a, created a wallet and, and sends a, a bunch of messages out of the blue, there is also a good chance that this person is not really connected to the people they are sending the messages to. So we can actually, and, they, and we could go, go a little bit deeper even with like, we could make sure that there are connections between people and you could give back the power to people. So as a wallet, I could say, for example, I'm okay with the fact that all of the NFT that I, that I own, all of the creators, they can send me messages. I could say that any of the people that I follow on Lens or Farcaster, they can send me messages. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it doesn't have to, to become a burden for users. Like the UX needs to be very good, but, and, and we, we will get there. But constant, there, there can be, you know, like it's not A or B, you know, so, well, on and off. With Web2, it's more like on and off. Like I consent and, and I say that I consent or I don't consent. It's by, it, it, it works that way. And then there is everything in between, but it's just a mess. Like you will have like, you know, random people emailing you even if you don't want to. And because they have good friends, the email will come up in your inbox. And that's that's not good. But with Web3, the, the notion of consent can become much more subtle and much more interesting and much more user control. So this is one of the ways that we can think about spam. And then there are other, like two other pillars that we can actually work on as an app and as a network for XMTP uh, that can be interesting. For example, XMTP is meant to be a network that has economics, you know? And so it, they can, they cannot do everything, but they can at least try and prevent the fact that people will actually broadcast messages to everyone in the world twice a day uh, because it would be too he- too expensive to do. So there is a, some sort of game theory that we have to have there in order to make sure that the network itself is somehow safe because it, it, like you're prevented from doing dumb stuff. And the last thing is about UX. You know, like th- that's how a lot of services actually do that today. If someone tries to message you on on WhatsApp, uh, you can easily say, "Okay, I, I, I'm I do not accept this sort of like request." And and so we will also use UX in order to make your experience better. But like. In the end, we have to be, let's not be too naive about that. With every single open network in the world, and even with closed networks, there are good people and there are bad people. Just if, I, if, I, if I'm being make And so there will be bad people that will try and hack the system, for sure. And the, the, the role that we have, both at XMTP and Converse, and with other actors of the ecosystem, is to say, okay, we have to choose our side, and our trust side is... Of course, the side of the users in the end, and as sort of like defensor of users, we have to take care of that, not for them, but we have to help them under that. And this is the way we think about it. Okay. Because we're in crypto, we have to financialize everything. So we don't have to, but let's be real. Let's do it. I'm thinking, when am I going to get paid to get spammed? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, sure, you can spam me if you give me a little cha-ching, cha-ching. And then, you know, that's fine. And then I can understand, like, you know, people can take cuts, like, right? So if, if an NFT 
if I'm an NFT holder and people can message any of the NFT holders, I can opt in, but you have to pay me. And then maybe like I get a cut and the NFT project gets a cut because that's the list that's there. How far away are we from that? Is that even a good idea? State your case, sir. I think it's a good idea. And I think we have to get there some, some, somehow. I also believe that we don't have to rush that because, you know, messaging relationships are different from finance. And a lot of relationships are not about like finance per se. It's about like people be willing to connect with each other. So I think we have to be very careful with that. What I'm 100% sure about is, yeah, about two things. The first one is we have an amazing opportunity to make the value be much more well shared by people than Web2. When you, well, email, you know, like MailChimp and all of their like CRM friends, they are taking most of the value. That, that's, that's crazy. Like email is just fuels the communication of the world for, for, for like, it's been uh, nearly 30 years and like CRMs are just the ones to make money. Like, there they are others, but, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's a bit weird to, to, to think about it that way. And, and so with, with, XMTP and networks like, like XMTP, you can dream of a world in which we all share the value. So it can be, of course, the networks, the nodes, it's, uh, it's obvious. The, well, CRM providers as well, like they will keep on being here and it's good for the, for the ecosystem. The clients, well, you know, in a way, Converse is providing value to the network by trying to make the best experience possible in order to access this network. And then, uh, last but not least, the users. So the way we see it is that we should all be rewarded in a way because we are participating in the system. The question then is when and how? Because we, we don't want people to, you know, like they are already airdrop hunters, like, like they, they are already too many airdrop hunters. So you don't want people to actually message other people because of financialization of the network. So... Yes, my, my, my answer would be definitely we have to go that way. And we have just to, we just have to be careful about the steps in order to reach that goal because we want people to communicate with each other for the right reasons, which is like human connection and on finance. That's at least the way I see it. And that's to, and that's because, and that's what, that's how we are building Converse. And that's because that's also one of the reasons why, uh, sorry, yeah, there, there will never ever be a token on Converse. It doesn't make sense. Like we don't want to financialize the communication between people, but then at the network level, it will for sure make sense at some at some point. We just lost half our listeners because you said there's no token, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, I totally get it. It's very refreshing, you know. Everybody's zigging with their token, and you're zagging. You know, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, so what's the uh, what's the future for con- Converse? And I say Converse, like people could say Converse, like the popular shoe brand, but like it's like a conversation, like a Converse. That's that's what I do. But you can exactly. say whatever you want. Well, it's it, it's the web through messaging app. Yeah. But what's the future yeah. for Converse? Well, we, we, if I say it in a few words, we want to be this, well, our vision, it might be a bit like naive, but like our vision is to help people create and nurture relationships. And this is what we do every day. And so I would even say like, we want to help people nurture and create relationships. <laughs> because actually, well, what we want to be is this, 
universal apps, universal app for people to use in order to connect to the XMTP network. And we want to be the default app that you go to every single day, even, even every single hour, because that's the place where you have all of these connections that you didn't like, didn't obviously start on Converse, but you started them elsewhere, thanks to the XMTP network. And then Converse is the best way, the best place to actually continue this conversation. And then uh, talking about like creating relationships, well, that's what we already mentioned, the matchmaker, the recommended profiles. Once you are there, once you are on Converse, we want to help you connect with people in a meaningful way. And so there are three streams in which we are going to work like every day for like the next years. The first one is we want to be fast as hell. And, you know, in messaging, it's something that people take for granted. But we are, when you are building a messaging app on top of a decentralized network, that's something that is a little bit, a little bit more complicated. So we are working a lot on performance and we want to be the fastest app ever on top of the decentralized networks. That's the first thing. The second thing is we want to help you have the core messaging experience that you expect from us, you know, from any messaging service. So it includes like, uh, well, you know, like sending texts, photos, videos, vocals, reactions, replies, group conversations, desktop applications. You, you know, we want to be there for you in a safe way with the core messaging app, uh, features. And the third thing, which might be actually the most exciting in terms of innovation, is enhance your experience thanks to Web3 technologies. And so, you know, we are going to, like, and, and the, the way we, like, the way we approach that is through meaningful social interactions. And so, one-to-one, we talked about it, recommended profiles. One-to-many, we talked about it, broadcast. Like, making broadcast meaningful and safe with a, like, real digital real estate for creators. And the third thing is groups. We didn't talk about groups yet, but, like, groups are, like, you know, most of the time that we spend on messaging apps now is on groups. And the way we see it is, again, of course, on Converse, in a very short amount of time, you will be able to start group conversations. And the very basic feature will be like, hey, I invite you and Noe, my co-founder, and we do a group, a group, group the three of us in order to talk about anything. But then when you think about it, groups are about, you know, meaningful social connections and similarities. So tomorrow, when you mint a collection on Zora, for example, you will be prompted. You will, you will not have to, but like we will invite you to actually join the group that is auto-generated for the Zora collection so that you can talk about it if you want. And, and like just to give you one example, and this is how we believe that we can make a 10x experience on each of the types of communication that exist thanks to Converse. And then if you, if you look even a little bit further, when you connect people in a meaningful virtual way, then, then you can go back to finance, you know, or any sort of contract between people. Because we, you are the place where people actually connect with each other. Tomorrow, well, you could like, of course, like send, you know, coins or like transactions to people. You could send NFTs to people. And you can, you can even like go further by letting people, you know, for example, manage syndicates together right from the app and this sort of thing. But this is for a bit further. I know that a lot of like social applications uh, in Web3 
are taking the finance angle first. We don't want to do that. We are going to keep being social for, for a while. But in the end, when you are there in you, for you in your life, we'll let you access financial services with your friends, with your family, and maybe tomorrow with like other actors. Okay. So to wrap up, I would love to hear your prediction for crypto. Like what else, what else in crypto interests you outside of the messaging space that you're really excited about this year? And then please uh, address like anything, Paul, that you've like forgot or that you wanted to talk about that we haven't talked about. I would love to hear about that as well. Yeah, well, what I'm very excited about in crypto is composability. In general, what's, what's incredible with smart contracts and crypto in general is that you can, the value that we exchange can be exchanged in a like much, much, much more efficient way than before. And I don't, I don't think we are, we are, we are like, we are maybe like five percent of the on the way. You know, like it's going to be so interesting to see. Again, like you, you're an artist. I, I, I'm taking an example here, but like I think it could be, you know, it can happen in so many different situations. But like you're a creator, you're an artist. Today, like people go, like uh, they, they in the real world, they, they go and they 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 buy something in your shop, and and it's okay, but like uh, they leave and then that's done. Like uh, they they don't even like remember you, and they have your piece of art, which is cool, but like that's 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 it. Now, when you think of it, the web three way, they are buying something from you because they 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 think it's cool, and then automatically. You can turn it into again a broadcast, like uh, go back to to XMTP, but like you could also airdrop things to them. You could like you know let them buy, have like you know uh, you know better access to the next artworks that you are you, you just like shipped, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this is just an example of how the composability is is actually incredible. And if you if you think about social networking, this is this is to me the, the most interesting part of the next few years, like how social interactions are going to be real revolutionized thanks to crypto. This is this is this is what I uh, I really envision as something that is very powerful. And 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 when you think about it, again, I will go to to I will go back to this network notion. When you have a network in which in which the connections already exist. For builders, it's so cool. Like, you know, that's why also like, you know, we are very limited by our own imagination here because thanks to the fact that these networks will be open and you will be able to access access it as a developer and as a builder, well, there will be so much innovation. That's what I'm so excited about. Like, that's why we are building on top of a protocol that is decentralized and they exempt to people like tomorrow, you know, if if you go go back in, into like the web two like gold rush around data, again, like there were drawbacks. So we have to be very careful about that. But when the Facebook and Twitter and Reddit, et cetera, APIs were open, that's when innovation was there. Actually, you know, like the, the, these companies stopped innovating when they closed their APIs. Well, someone told me, I, I, I couldn't remember that, but like on Twitter, the, the retweets, quote tweets, and, and some of the major innovations of Twitter were not done by Twitter. They were done by other clients that were actually, you know, connected to their APIs and that would be the ones to actually innovate. And then, well, Twitter integrated with that. 
But and then they close their API, and then like everyone's fucked. So as a developer, if the API that you are using is not based on you know decentralized network, you should run like as fast as you can. And, and there are already there are still thousands of developer of developers who actually build on top of OpenAI, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This doesn't make sense. In a few months, these people will get rugged. This is this is this is important to say. Like every single builder in the world should know that if the API is is sort of like not decentralized, it will be closed in a few months. That's that's the, the history repeats them itself. It's been like ages now, and so. The reason why I'm so excited about all of this is that we have the compatibility. We have the easiness of the, the contractualization of like between people and the fact that you can actually, you know, have this smart contract that that makes the relationship much more efficient between people or between organizations. So this is the playground that is to me the most exciting that I've ever been for developers and builders. And this is what this is this is why I don't know. I, I, I have to be honest. I have a very like strong intuition on where the messaging and social networks will be in five years. And I, I tried to tell you about it in Web3. I don't know about the old Web3 industry, but I'm what I'm pretty sure about is that if we keep on having these principles, builders will innovate much faster than in any other industry. I love it. I love it. I'm so pumped. I had a buddy who's like, crypto's going to zero. And I'm like, even if like, the token prices go to zero the technology is still going to like keep going like the like we're seeing you know the benefits of decentralization by looking at the the uh injury of centralization with twitter and reddit and and these apis going private and stuff so i I love your passion and i'm pumped about this messaging i'm pumped about your of about your app converse.xyz pick it up everybody message me millie millie monthly dot eth if you want to talk and uh, Paul, thanks so much. And we're rooting for you here at the Pull Together community. Thank you very much for hosting me. And thank you very much for all, like, are there maybe like, we might have like four minutes left. Uh, if there are questions, uh, that, that could be a, a good way to end. What do you think? Okay, maybe, yeah. You think? Yeah, community, get to, get to type in if you got any questions. It's totally fine if you don't have any, but I know you're not bots. They're definitely not bots. There we go, MS1. You know, like, and uh, again, uh, an, an example of what's happening now. This chat, we should be able to continue this chat on Converse. Oh, you know, yeah, like, totally. This is, this yeah. is what's amazing. Like, there is a history with this chat. Like, we put right. links there. There are people. We are sort of like, I'm not saying that we will all be best friends for life, even if, like, that could be cool, actually. But, like, we can, maybe maybe you will think about it, about something in two in two hours, and you will say, oh, I would love to actually continue the conversation. And it's just not possible. Well, it's possible on Discord, but like everyone has to go back to Discord. Like it, 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 that's it, right. It's not very smooth. We so then, how do we do that? Go to Converse. Yeah, um, I would have to give when, out a pull up, wouldn't I? We, we, yeah, that could be a way. That could definitely be a way. And for now, it's not that smooth. But like tomorrow, we'll have to use like platforms that are done for that. And I know that uh, you know I can't remember his name, Lens Tube or similar app sorry if i if i if i'm misspelling it like they're already working on something like that when you stream there is a chat on the end and lonely on forecasters also working on that there is a chat on the right side that is actually actually on xmtp so that you watch the stream you talk about the stream etc etc and when the stream ends 
then Ooh. you can continue on, on well i'm talking about converse every time because like of course it's yeah, you gotta do it. It's my you app, gotta do it. But like, but 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 like any messaging, any XMTP message app, that that that's gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah. Again, this this compatibility is we, we the problem. The main problem today is that there are not enough apps on XMTP. So we need yeah. builders to actually start doing that. Coinbase wallet is a good like you know signal to pay like they are sure right. to say let's build on top of XMTP. And once it's there, when you have thousands of apps on top of XMTP, you will like. You, you you can never go back. Like there will be so much mag- magic in this world that we'll all be there and happily be there. There's a C Petter has a uh, question. Can the connections of the recommended profiles be collapsed if the list is too long? So basically, all pulled yeah. together, we get we get poets. We go to those community calls. That's where the hype is, you know. And so we've got these massive lists of of uh, poets we yeah. have in common. So we will we'll definitely work on that. Thank you for asking the question. Actually, I think, Tim, you, you were the one to make me realize that like there were too many of them. <laughs> so I guess you you you, you kind of pass by far the 100 poet test or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. OG, BB? So, yeah, you're an OG. That's official. And so, yeah, we'll do that. We will make sure that the list is a bit more like, you know, smooth. And then if you click on a profile, you will be able to explore much more what like this person and you have in common. But yeah, we'll, we will get there. And we'll also work on scoring in order to make sure that, you know, that the most relevant profiles come up first. That's the idea. And subdomains so that we can use all use our pull together subdomains like that they're visible yeah. or whatever. That's interesting. Though, we are like, working I, on it. Yeah, you're totally working on it. But and then also like having basically I want to I want to put like multiple like I want to delegate my messaging abilities from my like hardware wallet to my hot wallet so that I can, you know, do anyway, there, there's so much to do in this, in this industry. So, um, the, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Uh, it can be done in two ways. The protocol can help you delegate messages from one wallet to the other. It's not possible yet, but I know that this is something that they are thinking about. And also, yeah. like, well, you can also connect your 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 wallet to accept, like to to Converse. Like, a ledger, for example, can be connected to 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 attempt to be. And the good thing about it, like, of course, like, do only what you feel safe. I don't want to rush people on, like, you know, doing uh, this kind of thing because I know it's a, a very important topic to them. Like, I connected my ledger to Converse and. The beautiful thing is like, I, of course, like there is no private key that is sent. It's just a signature in order to create your account on on, uh, on XMTP and then it's done. And then you're connected and then you can talk from this wallet. So that's also something that is interesting. Nice. Okay, I got another meeting, so I got to go. This has been awesome. Yeah. And uh, and then we'll see you, see you on the XMTP. See you on Converse. Definitely. Bye, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pool Together Discord and let us know.